Welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kinkrick, a busy working mom who spent years searching for the perfect career and balance, only to find it's not about the job and that balance is not even real. I have found myself in love with personal development, which has led me to leaving my full-time job with nothing but a prayer and a ton of faith. Today, I'm bringing you inspiration through my own journey and interviews with amazing people who have followed their dreams and teaching you how to love yourself and become who you are meant to be. It is time to redefine life as a working mom. And I hope that you find the inspiration here to follow your dreams and take your own path through this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi guys, this is Nikki. I am back with a solo podcast today. So I have a bunch of interviews that I have done recently, but it's, um, I've been inspired to do this solo episode today. So I'm hoping somebody out here needs to see it, hear it. You get a lot of benefit from it. But what's happening for me is I had this thought come up and I actually had a few topics that I wanted to talk about. And it's, it's 6.15 in the morning right now. So I'm doing this and hoping uh, nobody wakes up and comes down and interrupts me. So it might be a really quick episode. We'll see how it goes. But thank you for bearing with me. I also got these um, new headphones and microphones. And I feel like I can hear inside my head. So it's totally throwing me off sound wise. But I'm going to do my best so that I can give you a really, really great episode today. What I'm going to talk about is Gosh, it's not even like really one really big topic, but I was doing a meditation today and I was going to talk about guilt and I was going to talk about um, working through money woes and, and I landed on this idea of life happens for us, not to us. And I just believe that is absolutely true. So as a kid, I would always say, you know, I'd be the one that would throw around the cliche, you know, everything happens for a reason and it's okay. And when I was, you know, I don't, didn't always say it to other people. I don't know. Maybe I did. I don't remember, but it was something I always said to myself when something would happen and, you know, and I'm talking like junior high, high school, even into college, maybe not so much into college, but definitely junior high and high school. And, you know, all of the drama that comes with being, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 teenager, I would just say, you know what, for whatever reason, this was meant to happen to me and everything happens for a reason. And I just, I just accepted that as okay. And as normal. And it was just, you know, maybe it was my way at the time of saying, this is how I'm going to get over this. This is how I'm not going to dwell on whatever just happened to me. It's, it, it just, it's happened for a reason. And I might not know that reason, but for some reason that hap- this is happening to me. And when I was listening to my meditation this morning, uh, the woman I was listening to, she said, it's through our hardships that we reach our highest potential. And what I've been learning on this personal development journey that it truly is like we go through these things that happen to us. And, you know, the new cliche I've been hearing, and I, I don't even want to call it a cliche, but that's what might, some people might think is that life happens for us, not to us. And that goes back into everything happens for a reason. So recently we had dealt with some money woes in our own home and some 
mis not mismanagement of money. And ever since I left my full-time job, I've been carrying a lot of guilt around leaving my job. And when, you know, we get a little low on cash and the cash flow slows down, I feel guilty. And I feel um, this is my fault. I left my full-time job. It is my fault that we are sitting in these situations. And, and I would kind of, I would personally take on that hardship of what was going on with us. And I would say it's my fault. I don't want to talk to my husband about it. And I wouldn't really be um, truly honest with him with what was going on. And, and this happened recently. And I came home from my work trip and we were having a conversation and, and something had happened and we were going to go spend money. And I went, whoa, 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 what, what are we doing? We, we can't right now. Like that's not in the cards. And he looked at me and I was, you know, had, we had a very frank conversation about where we were cash flow wise. And I said, you know, I know in like a week, everything's going to be fine. But for right now, this is where we're sitting. And we got ourselves into this situation again, where we're not watching our cash flow. And when I was away in my, on our, my work trip that I just got back from recently, I was away for about three days and I was meditating on it. I was kind of working myself through it. And I think I'll save that full story. I don't know, maybe for another time. Um, but really looking at money mindset is something I've been working on really, really heavily. And while I was working on it, um, I knew, okay, I'm feeling this way. I'm starting to feel guilty about the money. I'm starting to feel panicked and I'm starting to feel shame for, you know, mismanagement of it. I'm embarrassed for not knowing what I'm doing. So I'm, I'm leaning into those feelings where the past me would have just kind of pushed them down. I'm like, nope, nope, we're not going to think about it. We're just going to, we're going to push it down and we're going to reframe and think another way. And instead I'm, I'm learning to lean into those feelings and to lean in to say, why am I feeling this way? What is happening? What am I doing? Um, really starting to, to just really sit with those feelings, to stop resisting them and to not immediately go into action mode where action mode is, I got to look at our budget. I got to figure out how we're going to make more money. I got to figure out how we're going to make this happen. Instead, I actually took moments to sit back and to think and to think about what got me there? What were the limiting beliefs that got me to this spot that we're in right now? Um, I started meditating. I started focusing on abundance. I started finding gratitude for the situation we're in. I was using breath work. I went and I exercised to help clear my head. I journaled. Um, I started working on raising my vibration. You know, living in that scarcity mode really lowers your vibration. And when you lower vib your vibration, you, you're bringing in lower vibrations towards you. And I wanted to bring in high vibes. So what brings me joy? Finding that gratitude, thanking God and asking him for guidance, saying, I need your help. And not just asking, but then stopping and listening. And not immediately going into that action mode, but taking those few moments and those few days to really say, what is going on? What do I need to do? Where is this all coming from? And that's what I did instead. And I leaned into it. And then what I heard was cash flow. You need to work on your cash flow. You can manage a budget. You've been doing that, but there's cash flow that you need to look at and need to look at. Um, and then also communication with my husband of saying, this is truly where you are because I was holding that guilt of what was happening. So then therefore I wasn't sharing it with him. And then together as a couple, we didn't see things. And he, you know, he, as soon as we had that conversation, he even said to me, well, if I would have known, I wouldn't have done this or I hadn't realized. And, and I said, you know what, that was, I'm going to take responsibility for that because I wasn't truly honest with what was going on. 
Um, and at the same time, you always have the ability to go into the bank account and look at it. And then I said, so let's, let's figure out a way so that we both know what's happening and what's going on. Um, you know, what is it? We write the balance up on the whiteboard so we both know what's in there at all times. Or, um, you know, and he basically said, no, just let me know. Just tell me where we are and let me know. So I said, okay. You know, and if that's a daily conversation or a weekly conversation or whatever it is, I know to do that. But I had to look at this um, hardship and say, "What? okay, this this didn't happen. You know, this happened for whatever reason. I had to work on my limiting beliefs. But really flipping it and saying, this happened for a reason. This happened to teach me a lesson, to help me see all of this, these months of this, you know, having these real big ups with money and then these real big downs and saying, what what is happening and what is going on? They happen to teach me something and what is it they're teaching me? And I'm open to that of saying of being able to manage our money better, being able to say when, when my business continues to grow and income continues to increase that I'm able to manage it in a much better way and to manage that cash flow. So maybe it's happening now for that reason. Maybe there's a whole nother reason that I have no idea, but I'm leaning into that, um, that through this hardship, I'm going to reach my highest potential, that I'm going to learn something. And another thing that I heard recently that really ties into this, and I actually heard it from two people within probably 24 hours. So I went, okay, the second time I heard it, I went, I'm going to, I'm going to keep remembering this one, that there are no wrong decisions. So I can look at what happened to us with this mismanagement of money and saying, I did this, this is my fault. What happened? What could I have learned? And look back at it and say, I wish I would have done it differently. I wish I could have done this differently. I wish I would have learned this months ago or years ago or whatever it was. And yes, I could say that, you know, every, we make every decision in our lives and we get ourselves to this point in our lives and it is based on the decisions that we made. And listening to someone say there are no wrong decisions, that you got to this place in your life for a reason and you have the ability now to switch and move and change and to learn that lesson or you can continue moving on and doing things the same way you've done them and then relearning the same lesson. But yet there are no wrong decisions. It may mean that this lesson may need to take you four, five, six, seven, twenty 20 times before you learn it. But that's okay because that's part of your journey. This is nobody else's journey but yours. This is nobody else's life but yours. And no matter how long it takes you to learn that lesson, see that thing, open up your eyes, you know, see the light or have that aha moment that Oprah talks about, you know, her aha moments. You don't know what that's going to be, but there's no wrong way to do this. There's no wrong way to go through life. This is your life. And no matter how long it takes you to get there, it doesn't make it right. And it doesn't make it wrong. It's just a part of your journey. And that's where you know, a lot of the times I like listening to that now and saying, oh, I need to do this. Or you kind of come at that crossroads where you're like, I need to either make this decision or this decision. And, you know, when you get to those moments where you're, you're just, what's the word? Like you're pining over it or you're writing down the pros and the cons and you're not making a decision because you're so afraid of making the wrong decision. And this is where I'm using this statement of really saying there are no wrong decisions. 
So I'm looking at two, two things and I need to either go left or go right. Well, which one's the right one? There is no right decision. Because if you make the left decision, that might take you to a lesson you need to learn. That might take you to a hardship and to a lesson you need to learn. And the right decision might take you on a path to, you know, smooth sailing for that decision. But there might be a hardship down the line. But there's no wrong decision. So if you take the left and you have to learn that hardship, that's okay. You learned it. Because it's in learning, it's through these hardships and learning these lessons that you're going to reach your highest potential. So to say that taking that left road that's going to lead you to that hardship is a wrong decision, I don't believe is right. Because it's okay to have those hardships because they teach you those lessons. And I look at these hardships now and say, well, if I'm going to deal with this hardship, this is something I can then share. I can then share this lesson that I learned. I can share my life experience and say, this is what happened to me. This is what I've learned. And then if I can share it on the podcast, on a live video, on a post, then maybe somebody else can pick it up and see it and say, oh, that's great. That's a really good lesson for me. I needed to hear that today. Now, I've gone through this hardship so that I can teach you who are listening or somebody else who is listening something. Uh, They can have their aha moment. And I've had that, you know, where I'm listening to Oprah or I'm listening to a podcast and I go, oh, that's really good. And I take that comment with me. And I move it, I take it with me into my life or I take that moment or I take that lesson and, and I kind of keep it in the back of my head of this is what happens. Okay. I remember when so-and-so said this, or I heard, you know, something five or six times from maybe three or four different people, but I've heard it on repeat and I can go, you know what? I've heard this quite a few times. I'm going to listen. And that's a lesson I was able to learn from somebody else's hardship and take that with me. But just remember, if you're in the middle of a crossroads right now, if you have a decision to make, just remember there are no wrong decisions. And that to me just, it was such a breath of fresh air of saying, oh, it's okay if I make the air quotes um, wrong decision because it's not wrong. It's there to teach me a lesson. And then also to say that failure is a part of life. I shared this article. So after I had this meditation, I was going to record the podcast and I was like, you know what? I'm not... I'm not feeling it quite yet. I'm not quite in the mode in that moment of flow where I know I can sit and just talk and chat and things are going to flow out of me. I was like, something's missing. So I get these um, daily texts and I actually haven't been reading them lately. I've just kind of been looking at them and it's, it's um, a shine. It's from shine. Um, I can't remember if it's .com.org. I apologize. I could put it in the show notes though. And what you do is you sign up to get a daily text and it's a, usually like a positive message and a quote or an article or something just based on, um, like personal growth. And it's usually somebody's story or they're sharing a story on something and the topics range all sorts of things. And they send you a little text. Um, that's kind of your hook of you're like, Oh, this, uh, I'm going to read into this a little bit more. Let me see. So today's was, um, this woman and I apologize. I just read it and I can't remember, but I shared the article in my, um, stepping up for the working moms, Facebook group, free Facebook group. So if you're not in it, um, you can go in and look at it, but I will also link it up in the show notes for you. And basically it talked about failure of saying she's an entrepreneur. The article was all about trying things on and it was change. And she talked a lot about career change and trying it on before, You go and change your career path of trying little pieces out, talking to people if you're looking to change your career path. And it's very, very normal today to do that. I think they said, you know, people who graduated between 2006 and 2010 changed your job, changed their jobs over two and a half times. So almost three times people have changed their jobs. I'm actually within 
um, like four or five times within that time frame. So I am, I am the outlier on the far end of changing your job. So that's typical for me anyway. But the woman talked about, you know, trying it on and it's okay to change and to talk to people and you don't have to make this big abrupt transition. You can make this slow transition and you can literally try things on. And I always think of that Adam Sandler movie where, um, I think it's Spanglish where, um, She's just going, just try on, just try on. And she's showing the, sewing the outfit for the little girl. And, and the little girl's going, no, 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 it's not going to fit me. And she just goes, just try on, just try on. And, and she tries it on and here it, it fits her. And um, that's what I think of when I hear that word, try it on. So it just always makes me laugh a little. So anyway, the one quote that was in the very beginning of the article is what really hooked me. And it was, you know, talking about failure and that failure is not a part of life, that You know, this woman is saying, I fail 50 times or 100 times a day. It's not about the failure. It's about getting up after the failure and taking the next step. And that's, that's what it's about. And we're, we're so afraid to, we're so fearful and fear holds us back from so many things. And if you listen to one of my recent podcasts with Veronica Moore, how she's talking about the year of no fear. And it's not necessarily not feeling fear, but it's walking through that fear and saying, I see you, you're here, you're not real, I'm going to keep moving forward. Because it's in that fear of taking that left-hand turn of saying, I'm going to go left. And, you know, left might be the hardship, right might be the hardship, you don't know, but you're standing in that crossroads. And you're going to make that decision. And you're if you stand in a place of no decision, because you're so scared, that's making a decision. So no decision is in of itself a decision. And you're deciding to stay there and to continue to repeat whatever's happening to you. Or you can decide to go left or go right. And if you don't allow fear to hold you back, you go, I'm just going to do it, knowing that failure might be around the corner, but success might also be around the corner. And that if failure is around the corner and it is within that decision that you made, that it's okay. It's a part of life. Failure is not a reason to give up, but it's a reason to try again. So it is normal to fail multiple times all day long, but it is in that failure, you know, fall down seven, get up eight. And there's another great quote that I have hanging on my quote wall. That is, what if you are one failure away from success? How many times have you maybe tried to start your own business and it didn't work? So try again, try it on, try again, try it in a different way. Maybe instead of going left, you go, you take the right hand path. And it takes you somewhere different. Maybe it's not entrepreneurship. Maybe it's just changing your job or changing your career path and going somewhere that's completely different. Whatever that is for you, be okay with making that decision to try something new and to realize that I might fail. This might not work, but that's okay because life happens for us, not to us. So if you make that decision, that decision is happening for you for a reason and it's in that hardship that you can potentially grow, that you will reach your highest potential. And again, I'm going to throw all the cliches at you, but I don't care because that's what I believe. And I believe that everything does happen for a reason and that there are no wrong decisions. And when you learn that and you can step into that, you can go, you know what? That's okay. And it doesn't mean it's, it's going to feel good when you fail down, when you fall down and get hurt and you skin your knees and, you know, maybe you broke a bone, maybe you break a bone when you fell down and it's a big fall and something huge happens. Sit in it, sit in those feelings, just like I sat in those feelings um, 
this past week on cash flow and going, what did I do wrong and what's going on? And this is all my fault and sitting in that guilt and, and that guilt and that shame oh, is going to hold you down. Don't let it, but sit with those feelings. Don't resist them. Um, you know, this is going to sound silly and I can't believe I'm going to share this, but lately, literally within the last two to three weeks, like very, something very, very new of learning to lean into these feelings and not resist them. Cause what I've been doing for so long is just saying, I can't feel this way. I need to change. And I would not want to feel the way that I'm feeling, but instead it's saying, why am I feeling this way? What is happening? What is going on? And to not resist those feelings. And I, I, I picture myself, you know, two of me, essentially, you know, the ego part of me that's saying, I'm guilty. It's my fault. That's really setting up those limiting beliefs for me of saying, you're not doing, you're not good enough. You shouldn't have done this. You should have made a different decision. That's the ego side of me. And I can look at her and not say, push her down, you know, like a little kid on the playground and say, get away from me. You're mean. But instead to give her a hug and say, it's okay. What's going on? What is this? And I almost picture like going down a river and you know, I want to push this person, this ego part of me off the boat and say, I'm not dealing with you. You're making me bad. And then what happens is that person then drowns and, and it doesn't go away. But instead to say, get on the boat, let's sit together, put my arm around you. Let's talk about this. What's going on? What is happening? And then once you really lean into the emotions, it's, it ironically starts to feel better. Whereas when you resist them, I resist feeling guilty. I resist feeling not enough. I feel more of that. I feel more guilt and it just piles on the next time. So the next time we have a cash flow issue, it's, uh, there's even more guilt. It's like 10 times worse instead of leaning in and saying, okay, what's going on? And you're going to have to sit in those emotions and sit in that downtime and sit in whatever's going on and work through it. And when you work through it, and you realize it and you recognize it and you say, it's okay that I'm feeling this way. You can let it go. And it's in that letting go that you're able to move forward. And in the surrendering of saying, it's okay to feel guilty and to feel this way. I'm feeling these emotions right now and you're giving yourself permission to feel them, but not to live in them, to not continue to live in them, but to say what is going on and what is happening and why, and to question them. And to really bring forth those limiting beliefs and those stories that are holding you back. And that's when you can work through the hardship and move forward. And then try again. Try something different. Go in a different way. And then the first time you do this, if you've never done something like this before, and I'm telling you from experience because I've been dealing with this money stuff for years and years now. And it's finally saying, this is okay. This is okay that I'm seeing the big leaps and it's not, I'm going to take, Ooh, one, I'm going to work through this and one teeny tiny step is going to happen. No, it's going to be a quantum leap forward. When you do all of this work and you unearth these stories, you're going to take quantum leap forward, not baby steps. If you resist, you're going to take baby steps. You might be moving forward, but they're going to be teeny tiny steps. And then eventually guess what? You're going to fall back 10 steps because it's going to start all over again. Whereas if you you know, take that left-hand turn and you walk into something that's maybe failure and then you sit with those emotions and those hardships and you really recognize them and you sit with them for a little bit and you, you talk to them, give it a face, give it a name, talk to it, talk to those emotions, talk to that part of you that is making you feel this way and just have that conversation, whatever that means for you. It could be a conversation in your head. It could be a conversation you 
have with yourself where you're actually talking. It could be a conversation where you're journaling. Start having that conversation because it's in these failures that you're going to grow. But if you don't sit with them, you're not going to grow. If you don't open up yourself to those emotions and to eventually release them and to surrender them. I'm doing my meditation I'm doing right now is 15 days of learning to surrender. And it's not pretending like those things aren't there. Or those emotions aren't there. or Those situations never happened to me or those stories didn't exist. They were very real for me. But it's looking at them and saying, why were they real? And what happened? And then saying, okay, I'm going to let you go now. And I might not let it go right away. It might take a few times to really let it go. But it's in that letting go that you can truly surrender and you can open yourself up to all of the new possibilities that can come to you. So in conclusion here, to all of my ramblings, to all of my talking, which by the way, I'm so grateful. I feel like this flowed out of me really, really well. I'm grateful I took those moments um, before hitting record to do this and to just remind you that life is happening for you, not to you. You might be making those decisions to get there, but it's never a wrong decision. And when you experience these hardships, you experience these lows in life, lean into them, learn from them, learn that lesson and then move forward because it's through these hardships that you're going to reach your highest potential, that you're going to have quantum leap growth. And it is in those failures that are normal. Successful people fail all the time, but it's not your reason to give up. It's your reason to try again, to try a different way, to move forward. One, one quick little story to end this. And my son is working on this um, game on his uh, iPad or his Kindle, whatever it is. And it's actually a coding app for kids. And he loves problems and math and science and he loves all of that. And he's six. So I knew this would be really cool for him. So essentially he takes this little robot and and he has to move the robot around these blocks and there are certain directions or you have to move him to this block and when he's on a blue block you have to light it up and those are the rules and it's got all these certain things and as you go through it it gets harder and harder and and you're using the arrows and these codes to make this little robot guy on these blocks move he thinks it's the greatest thing in the world and it's really fun to watch but as it you know the levels go on they get harder and he goes, this is, this is hard. He goes, I don't like this one. I can't, I can't do this one. I said, well, shut it down and try it again later. And don't you know, he came back to it the next day and he did it. And it's watching him work through of working through the problem of he does it. And he goes, well, that didn't work. So then he deletes the code that he wrote to get to that point. And then he deletes it. And then he tries again and then it doesn't work. So he goes, okay, I got here. Okay. Well, I got to here. Okay. Now what do I need to do next? And watching him, you know, watching his six-year-old mind work through these problems which is how we need to work through problems. And I think we stop doing that as we get older. If we go, well, if it doesn't work the first time, it didn't work. And he's working through and going, oh, that didn't work. Oh, nope, I forgot to turn left. Okay, I need to move it back so that I can make a turn. Oh, I had it turning the wrong way. Okay, let me move it back so I can turn it the wrong way. And then he continues writing it out. And it's, you know, he's got six or seven options to actually write it. And um, I don't know anything about coding. So please, it, this is, and this is literally for kids. So it's very, very simplistic in that sense. But um, but it's neat to watch him. He's failing. Each time he does this, he's failing. But then he's backing it up and he's trying it again. Or maybe he went left and he's deciding to go right. You know, if you're using my analogy. And just realizing that that it's okay to go backwards, to try again, to try a different button, 
to try a different direction because that's what it's about. Failure is simply a part of life. It's not a reason to give up, but it is a reason to try again. So I hope if you're facing a decision, you're you're at a crossroads, you're looking to take another leap, you you're in the middle of a hardship right now and you're trying to get out of it. I hope that what I had shared with you today gives you some sort of insight, some sort of knowledge. Maybe you've had an aha moment to take that leap or to try again or to move forward or to realize that it's okay and that you will be okay and that life happens for you and not to you. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for being a part of the podcast and have a wonderful, wonderful day. We will be back to our interview section of the podcast next week. All right, guys, thank you so much. Have an amazing day. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.